Time, Tom Turkey went away, but he's back again. Sorry, I was just looking at that big display of frozen turkeys over there through the booth. You know, we're in our travel booth. We're at the downtown Busheltown Food and More, and I was looking at those turkeys, and it was inspired. You turkey. Some might argue we should be doing the show from the Food and More every week. You know what? You never know what the future holds <laughs> because we've done the show. From so many places, from so many permanent places, and then out in the world places I, that I never thought we'd do the show, but we did it. And yeah, we we've been banned from so many places. Uh, we were deported from Australia, and, you know the whole thing, and now we're back. Guess who's back? Not Eminem, but Cliff and Kendall, and we're here to talk about something really important. Food and cooking and eating at tips and hacks. Kendall, we're here to make the listeners' lives more bearable. Well, you know that we're the right people to talk to about that. So. <laughs> you don't have to take my word for it. That's what they used to say <laughs> on the, uh, you know, reading Rainbow. Anyway, Kendall, I want you to know this, okay? This is crazy. I've got to try this because... I like hard-boiled eggs, and whenever I boil them and then I peel them, I inevitably bust up the white part of it until it's like all half gone yeah. or down in the drain disposal, right? According to our writers, they say if you add baking soda or vinegar, probably not both because that'll create a volcano, <laughs> but either a baking soda or vinegar to the water while it boils, once your eggs are cooled, shake them around to help crack the shells, and that will make them easier to peel. I don't know. My grandmother used to just, she would peel them, and they look, they'd still look like an egg yeah. once she took the shell off. I can't, mine look like meteorites from hell well, when I take the shell off. Cliff, now that's a, a good tip, and you should try that one. But I did see a tip on TikTok about boiling eggs, and I thought, there's no way this works. And I tried it, and it's amazing. You take an egg, you take a spoon, right? And you yeah. just lightly tap, 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 tap. And after a couple taps, you'll hear it go, cluck. like it, it'll be, not a cluck, but it, it like it, it'll like pop a little bit. And it's like something about it separating from the outer shell. And then when you cook it, it peels off so easy. And it's the weirdest thing. I thought there's no way this egg is going to do that. And you just go tap, tap, click. I tell everybody. I told the woman at Costco when I was leaving. She's like, oh, have you? I like those boiled eggs. And I was like, here's a tip for you. You So you break the shell before you no, even cook it? You're not breaking the shell. You just... You're just lightly tapping on it until it makes like a popping sound. It, it's not breaking the shell. It's like the membrane inside coming off or coming detached from the shell or something. I don't know how it works. Uh -huh. Science. Ask a scientist. But it is amazing. And it works. Well, I have my doubts. I know. What and Julia I too. Child used to say, she, well, what Julia Child did, and I've tried it her way, and maybe it helped a little bit, but I'm so... Fred Flintstone-ish in my ability to handle eggs. That what she did was once they were boiled, 
you know, then she put them in cold water. Yeah. And after they were, you know, then right after she got them off the heat, she did crack each one and it let the, not like hugely, but more, I guess more than what you're saying. You're saying don't really crack it, just tap it. Right. But she cracked it and then it, uh, that would help. I think the same thing happened. The membrane separate from the, plus you get to sound like Julia Child while you do it. And it just, you know, and you'd be real fun and eccentric at the same time. So I think that the listeners, I don't even know. I feel like we've not even told them anything. We've told them all, all these different things. We've told them many ways about network. how to crack an egg. But if you love pizza as much as we oh. do, you know, and you know, you just don't want to heat up the oven to heat up your pizza. You just want to stick it in the microwave, but it dries them out. So what you can do <gasps> is put water in a cup and place it in the microwave next to your food and it'll it'll uh. keep it moist in there and stop it from drying out and getting all soggy. Oh, speaking of, now we wouldn't do this. You could probably do this with your veggie burger if it's frozen. That If you're making a hamburger, this is one of the most controversial tips I've ever read. It, they say put an ice cube in the middle of your hamburger patty, and it keeps it from drying mm. out, and it counts as one of your eight glasses of water. I don't day. think that, but... No, because a lot of times, like I've seen them, even at like restaurants, they'll put an ice cube next to the burger and then put a thing over it, and it just it keeps it moist. So that that one, uh, I believe it. I believe it. I believe. Now, did, Kendall, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Brown sugar. Do you use brown sugar a lot? Um, I believe in equality between the sugars. So you do. Kendall. So you you don't want your brown sugar to get all like hard because you know sometimes it'll like dry out. Uh, well, okay. I need to listen to this tip because I, I am gonna I have to make a pecan pie here in this next few days, and it's got brown sugar. So I need to know how to keep it. Can you, it does come out like like a rock sometimes. Well, all you gotta do is either place an apple slice or an orange peel inside your bag of sugar and the the, the bag, put it in an airtight container and the sugar will stay soft for a long time. Because of an orange peel? Yeah, it's got like moisture in the peel. It'll keep keep it moist. Oh, well, you know, maybe if lemons, they're, like you said, lemon peel too, right? You could use the same thing. Well, an apple slice or an orange peel. That's what it, that's what it says. I'm going to use a lemon peel because I'm going to use it for everything. You know, right. One thing that you can do to keep your rice from being sticky, not, not if you're trying to make sticky rice, you want it sticky. But if you don't want sticky rice, you don't want it to be all clumped up. So use a teaspoon of lemon juice in your rice and that'll keep it from sticking together and clumping like, you know, a cement block. And also lemon juice, if you're, you know, you're keeping your hamburgers wet with an ice cube what if you froze a lemon wedge because th that would help it be like a marinade in the middle of your hamburger patty oh a, a nice lemony hamburger which lemons are good for so many things you know you can put them in the in the disposal to keep those clean um something else you can cut a lemon in half put like salt on a on a um on a on a um on a on a um on a on a cutting board and use the lemon to like scrub it and it'll like clean up your, your board, like keep it clean. Oh, I just use a board cleaner for that. Oh, but how boring. 
Now, what you do you ever run into this problem? Once I was making soup and I accidentally put, you know, several extra cups of salt in it. It just like came, the thing came off and it, I poured so much salt. That according to this, you can reduce the salty soup by act by adding raw potatoes or apples. And I did put some potato in there because that's what my grandmother told me to do. Me, unfortunately, that's if you put you know two extra tablespoons of salt instead of one and a half canisters yeah. of it, like I did. But you're gonna need a bigger potato. Gonna need a bigger. Potato. You're well, exactly right. <laughs> and Cliff, you know, how many times, how many times are you just how having a hankering times? for a sweet tooth, uh, for something sweet, and you're you're going to make something, and it calls for um, powdered sugar. And you're like, I don't have any powdered sugar. Well, you can make it easy. All you have to do is take sugar, put it in a, like a coffee grinder or, a you know, a, an actual like food processor and grind it, and it turns it into powdered sugar. Well, not everybody has their own grinding wheel at home. What if you not have a grinding wheel? Well, you could use a mortar and pestle. What you about could do that? that too if it take you four hours. But you, you know, you could <laughs> certainly go that route. The power's off. That's if you're making a, you know, a humble, sensible amount of powdered sugar desserts. You yeah. only need a little bit. Kendall, have you ever done this? I know you love making your steak fries, right? Those big, love thick. Potato wedges, and they're fried into fries. You, you could use one of those apple corers to make them. Just put it down the middle Ooh. of your potato. Now there's a tip. There's a tip. I told you it was a tip. I began I like it. saying this I is a tip. I like it. Now, Cliff, now, have you ever had, like, grains or, like, you know, the, the real, like, healthy, grainy rice? And you're just like, this is real bland. You just need something... Something needs to lemon. Pump it up with well, lemon in there so it doesn't clump together. Or you can uh, cook it in tea infused water that'll give it a little like uh, extra little like flavoring. Tea? I've never thought what I really wish this rice tasted like was tea. Well, you're missing out. You're missing out. It's one of the great things. I would rather have coffee or orange juice flavored rice. I think. Well, hey, then try it, Kendall. Don't you hate it when you forget to take butter out of the fridge when you're making your favorite recipe? Well, here's one way to soften it quickly. Cut it into cubes and then sit on it and hatch it like an egg. (laughs) That went a different place than I was going, than I thought it was going. It's going to soften up a lot quicker in cube form than if you try to sit on one big, you know, loaf of butter. Just the little ones, it's, oh, it's so much better. Well, pat a butter. I saw somebody, what were they doing with butter that was a really good idea? Oh, they they would take the, the little paper, like the parchment paper, little strips, and you'd, you'd fold it around your butter knife and then cut it down into the butter and then pull your knife out and the parchment paper stays there so you have like all the little pats already like made so you can just pull them out when you're ready for them. Ah, I guess that could if you were just super... Busy. Martha Stewart. Um, now, Cliff, you were talking about the lemon and lemon juice and all the, all the great things you can do with that. I actually, we had some avocados. And, you know, you'd cut one. You didn't want to use the whole avocado. You're using it for something else. I would, like, I put it in a little Ziploc bag and poured some lemon juice in there with it and kind of tossed it around and get all over it. And it did not brown. It stayed yeah. in the refrigerator like green for days. It was great. 
Well, that's good. That also works on your apple slices. If you're yes, having does. some apple slices soon, your baby. Oh, God, Kendall. You're going to have to be hosting play dates. You're going to have to have little kids over for birthday parties. You're going to need to know. You're going to need to lemon juice a lot of apple wedges. Okay? Gotta do it. I'm just saying. I'm just sorry. I just had a vision of your future there. And egg I was slices. I mean, chilled, egg slices. chilled <laughs> to the bone. I'm still chilled. Now, speaking of chilled, do you know what you could do to keep your ice cream cool? We're gonna have to do this on our next road to. trip. We're gonna know. We're gonna need to on our next road trip, Kendall. You can bubble wrap it, and it will stay firm for hours. Did Get you know this? Town. Get in town and order some ice cream. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'll have to buy an extra pint to take with me and bubble wrap it. There you go. You're going to have to. It's, that first I mean, pint going to be gone right away. Clint, have you ever done this? Have you ever cracked an egg and you got a little piece of eggshell down in it and you're like, oh my God, and you're trying to get it out and you're just like, every time you grab it, it just like repels away from your skin. You can't get it out. I have, but what I do is I take the egg, the larger piece of the eggshell that it came from and I use that as a scooper for the little speck of eggshell because it somehow will stick to that. I'm going to be mad at you then since you never told me that hack. Uh, All these years I've been sticking my finger in your eggs when I cook them for you trying to get those shells out. Sorry, I'm very sick. I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. Well, you should have told me the hack. And vomit. No, Kendall. Now, let's take a break from the hacks. Listeners, they're hands must be cramping because they've written down so many notes. I know. It's just, you get so excited about it, you know? I know. Now, it's we're coming on to the holiday season. It's beginning. It has, but you know, in my house, it began weeks and weeks ago. The instant that it stopped being Halloween, it began Christmas. And I, my yeah. tree has been up, and my halls have been decked. But other people, they're just beginning... What is something that, you know, this time of year, something that you are wanting to make and cook or bake because it is the season, the, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, holiday quadrant. This is not something that is probably traditionally like something you think about for Thanksgiving or this time of year or whatever. But my mother used to always make on Thanksgiving Uh, In the morning, she would make sausage balls. And, you know, now I'm a big fat vegetarian, but uh, we use like vegetarian sausage. And it's just like bisquick and cheese and sausage. And you just roll them into balls and bake them. And I'm telling you, I could eat like so many dozen in the morning on Thanksgiving while I'm putting up the tree. That is like my thing I do every year. I just love them. Oh, see, that's a good... I, I'm, let me write that down. I'm going to have to try to make some of those. I'll send you the year. recipe if you'd like. They're really good. All right, Bisquick sausage cheese. For how long? Thir- thir- I think that's all. I'll, I'll send you the recipe. 375. Uh, surely you must have some sort of binding. You don't put an egg in there with them? Well, that's what I'm saying. There's got to be something else in there. It's just I only make them once a year, and so I forget. Probably a little lemon juice just for <laughs> use some of that extra lemon juice throw it in there why not yeah now, now uh, man I, I love those and I've got to make my pies and I've always take a pecan pie wherever I go on Thanksgiving so I'll bring your I'll bomb raw I'll bomb raw I'll bomb raw I'll bomb I'll be bringing one 
to Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's house on Thanksgiving Day. But the good thing is that the recipe always, it, you have to buy so much stuff that you have to make two. So I keep one at home for me. That's what I eat mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving morning for breakfast while you're scarfing <laughs> down the sausage balls. I'm knee deep in a pecan pie uh, as the parade parades uh, itself on television. Well, you you take a pecan pie with you wherever you go. I eat a pecan pie wherever I go on Thanksgiving. So uh, wherever, wherever you go, whatever you do, <laughs> whatever you do, I'll be eating a pecan pie together uh, with you. Always, Kendall. Always, always, always. Some people say for how long? All. I say for always, forever. And always. Oh, boys, have you seen there's such a big <laughs> sale going on here on Chicken Necks? They've got their two for a dollar, boy, and I'm stocking up. Dear, if you know how to cook a chicken neck properly, they are so tasty. Oh, yes, we always have many necks frozen in our freezer at home. You know, the big, our large freezer out in the garage that's full of chicken necks, boy. Lots of vitamins and nutrients. In things in there for well, growing children. You know, I know that you both forget a lot that we are vegetarian and we don't eat the, the next, but you know, maybe if there's a vegetarian turkey neck, that we could try that. <laughs> Is there a tofu neck available? <laughs> no, dear, I don't think they make such a thing, dear, but you oh, know, no. I think the, what the, a waste. it would be pointless. <laughs> Very pointless. Now, Kendall. Enlighten us, all of us, the listeners, everybody. Uh, you know, I, for the next 18 years or so, I'm occasionally going to inquire about your parenting methods. And, uh, you know, because we've exhausted every other topic. So, frankly, that's all that's <laughs> Why left. Not? Is your parenting. And so you uh, and I, also big fat vegetarians, does the pediatrician say that the baby's getting enough beef in its diet? The what baby is, the, what, what, is not a vegetarian. Um, Because uh that is something that we would be pushing on the baby that they don't have a choice in. So they will decide when the time is right, if they want to be a vegetarian. But at this point, the baby's eating chicken, turkey, all kind of things. Oh, really? How strange. See, you could also say the other way. Devil's advocate here. Sorry to advocate for the devil when you guys are in the oh my booth. Goodness, dear. Yeah. I didn't think oh, I would have come uh, to such please. a day. <laughs> not Satan. Well, not Satan exactly. But I only play devil's advocate and say you also, it could be said that you're forcing literally the beef down his throat when maybe that's not something he wants to be consenting to as well. Did you think that the devil might ever turn it around on you like that? Well, nobody's forcing anything, and if the baby doesn't want to eat the meat, they don't eat the meat. But that's the point. That's their choice. Oh, listeners, this is one of many times. Cliff, I know you're real old school, and you you want to force things upon babies. You're you're the one forcing (laughs) beef, forcing to eat chicken necks. Speaking of, maybe you want to get some for the baby to suck on frozen chicken necks. The baby would like it. I could get you. There's so many over there. Oh, yes. They're very nutritious. I think I'll go get some, some for the baby now. Oh, yeah. I want to make sure there, there's enough for our freezer, dear. Oh, yes, exactly, dear. Coming through. Watch out. Oh, we're going to get some chicken next. Well, Kendall, I, you know, I'm just going to say many times over the next 18 years, mm-mm-mm, uh, 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 I'm going to tisk, tisk, tisk as the way, uh, you know, any nosy neighbor would. 
when, well, about your own parenting. But I don't want you to feel judged because here's what I really think. Too okay, late. you ready? You ready for this, <laughs> Judge yeah. Judy? I think everybody, even the most well-meaning, and I know that you you mean well, you know, even the most well-meaning parents, they screw their children up in a way only oh, yeah. they can. Just different and ways. That's a it's a universal experience. Yeah. You know, like when you, like we used to go to the Back to the Future ride at Universal Studios. That was a universal experience. And it is the same that you will, teens. I got bad news for the teens listening. You're going to spend the next several decades unpacking how your parents screwed you up. And even the most well meaning. Well, of your parents. Somebody's okay. got to keep Dr. Blathers in business. So I think, I, you know, last time I was there, he was reading all of these retirement brochures, like where to dock your yacht as a retired psychiatrist. It was a whole, you know, I don't know how much longer he, he's even going to be in town. I feel like he's going to be one of those people that go searching the world. All over, He's been know? talking about retiring for 25 years, Cliff. And, you know, the only reason he was reading that book is because he couldn't figure out how to get the, you know, the next book on his iPad. I saw his iPad. It was still in the plastic wrap in the box. So <laughs> you're going to have to set that up for him probably the next time you go. But anyway, right. Kendall, that's, that's not... going to be my whole hour. That's not what I'm talking about. I know you and I may be far apart on parenting. And I, don't worry. I'll be around to point out all the ways you're doing it wrong for the next 18 years. I know you will. But this next part of our show is not about us being at odds. It's a not. It's also not about us getting even. <laughs> well, we'll see. It's about us matching. Kendall, it is a segment I like to call host match, and the, I want to remind you at the outset that the object of this segment, unlike all of our bitter disputes about parenting, they the object of this one is for us to match. Okay. Oh, I always forget that every time. <laughs> I know. I know you do. That's why I had to lay it out on the line. All right. Kendall, are you ready to match? I think so. All right. Here's our first one. Okay. Alan the Anteater said, I hate King Kong. Every time he comes around, he picks me up and uses me to clean his blank. Uh, one, two, three. His King Kong. Oh, I went to the back. You went to the front. It's like we're at the wrong well. side of the house there. <laughs> All right. Better luck this time, Kendall. Martha Washington. Remember her? The first first lady. She co-founded the country here with old George. She, I thought she was that woman that lived on the west side of Bush Town. I'm thinking of the wrong person. You're thinking of the wrong person. Also not the person who makes the flower. Oh, that's Virginia Washington. Right. Yeah, that, gotcha. Oh, it's Virginia Wolf is what I'm thinking of. She brought oh. the flowers herself. Kendall, Martha Washington said, My husband George was the country's first minute man. It only took him a minute to blank. Uh, to one, two, three. Bang. Go and get his dentures made from the teeth of enslaved people. Oh, uh, he did a lot of things in a minute. He did a lot. He was fast. He was noted for his speed, much like the yeah. ostrich. Kendall, you're going to like this one. Mickey Mouse said, 
I'm, I don't know if I can say it. I've been yelling. But, you know, this morning I woke up and I watched a share concert on DVD, so I was yelling a lot. You know, hooting and hollering and applauding. I know. I heard the police were called on you. So I don't know if I can. Thought somebody was dying. Do this in the Mickey Mouse voice, but I'm gonna try. Mickey Mouse said, "I'm running for president of Cartoon Land. Elect me, and I promise there'll be a blank in every pot." You know how they used to say that? I thought thought that was Julia Child. (laughs) I told you I've been yelling at share concerts all morning on DVD, so I can't quite do the voice. But anyway, elect me, and I promise there'll be a blank in every pot. Blank in every pot. Um, uh, 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 One, two, three. A cake. Uh, Cat. Oh, no. Uh, We were close. Close. Cats, cakes. What's the difference? I thought tunes were terrified of cats. Well, that's why he's going to put it in a pot. Because he's uh, a mouse. See, I thought it was a pot that you could open and eat. Okay, got it. Well, it, it is. You know, the old was like, I thought, when I'm president, there's going to be a chicken in every pot. Like, everybody's going to get fed. It's a whole thing. Kendall, we'll watch it. I'm sure, uh, we'll, sure they covered it on the History Channel at some point. All right. Kendall, get ready. Robocop said, The scientist who built me made a mistake with my ears. If you want me to hear you, you gotta talk into my blank. One, two, three. My butt. Wiener! <laughs> uh, they were always going to the wrong we side. We ran around to the other side and we missed each other again. God we'll meet in the middle, neat that old Georgia pine. Oh, all right, Kendall. Don't worry, there's many more. We have many more chances to match. Oh, good. Everyone's so excited. I I can tell. Looks like, oh, sorry. People are, they're excited about the chicken next. That I saw a group of people uh, running over to the freezer. I thought they, were they li- got in there early. Listening to, they're going to, they're going to need a bigger chicken. All right, Kendall. <laughs> Clyde the Lion Tamer. He treats his wife like one of the lions. Every night he makes her blank. Uh, one, two, three. Roar. Roar, you're gonna hear me. Oh, 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 oh. Remember that song, everybody? All right. Kendall. Long John Silver. He said this. Hey. He said, Arr. That new pirate, he has a weird dog. The dog tried to blank me wooden leg. One, three, uh, one, two, three. Hump. <laughs> I don't even know because I was laughing that you got the numbers in the wrong order. No, I was saying one through two uh, is what I was going <laughs> Let's just call it a match and forget about it. All right, one more. I'm sorry. I got distracted by those desserts over there. Look how good that, that like, chess pie over there looks. Uh, they all, um, oh, I got to go get some for my freezer. But we got one more, Kendall. One more chance to match it all. Here we go. All right. Mary went to sleep and dreamed she was inside her car. And when she woke up, she realized she was trying to blank her husband. Uh, one, two, three. Fill with Eat. gasoline. Oh, that's that's against the law. It's against the law. <laughs> it's just it's against the law. <laughs> All these great songs come into mind here in the Food and More today, Kendall. I know. So many. 
Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be vegetarians. I didn't know you were going to list them all. I was going to list them. There's um, more. I got I got a whole list, but I'll stop if you want. Now, you're frozen. Here's, here's a, yeah. I got one big old last big tip for you. So, you know, you know, I love to buy in bulk. I love to go to Costco or Sam's and buy big bulks of things. Oh, I thought you just like to eat in bulk. No, I love to do it all. Some, God, there's something sharp underneath the podcasting desk. I just stabbed myself. Oh, Charles, the um, contractor, he left all those fishing lures and fishing hooks from last week that oh were in the God. aquarium. Yep. That's what it is. That could have been bad. If it was stuck in me, I would had to stop the show in the middle. Um, so you can take herbs or things that you buy in bulk, like garlic or whatever, and you can put it into... Um, ice cube trays and freeze it. And then once it's frozen, you can put them in little baggies and you just keep it frozen for when you need it. Like you have like pesto or whatever, just tons of stuff for as long as you need it, whenever you need it. I don't, you put your pesto in the freezer? What was that? Yeah. Yeah, All you right. take whatever, pesto or garlic or whatever, put them in ice trays, freeze them, and then you pop them out of the ice tray and put them in little bags, and you have little like like little single units. When you're like, oh, I need some garlic, you throw your garlic in there. Bing, bang, boom! It works. I've done it. It's great. It works. He's done it, folks. He's done it. Now here's one last parting hack. All right, can I? Have, you can give it one last parting hack. So can I. <laughs> Repurpose your pizza cutter, Kendall. You know his never cools down because it's always either in his hot little hand or in a yeah. hot baked pizza. But other people whose pizza cutters are maybe not getting as much use as mine does at home. Mine right now is still spinning from where I left it this morning. What do you think I was eating <laughs> while I was watching those share concerts? Okay. But you could use that to cut herbs, to cut this and that. It's easy to cut your cuttables with the pizza cutter. It's, and then put it in an ice tray and freeze it. It's not just for pizza <laughs> anymore, Kendall. It's a good idea. What do you think? What do you think about that one? It's a great oh, idea. I, like it. I love it. I like, I like it. it. I like, I like it. it. I like it. If I ever stop using my pizza cutter long enough to use it on other things. You maybe just cut up some chicken necks for the baby. You're going to need just slices right through the gizzards and the, all of the, you know, entrails and that organ meat. It goes right through. And I think that would be perfect. Perfect for anybody. Yum. 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 Speaking of yum, Kendall, I got, they're starting to hand out free samples over there. <gasps> free of samples. Rice Krispie Treats. I'll see you after, late after the break. Uh, the, the, I'm coming uh, Don't touch that dial. There's more sass on the way. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. ABC. Always buy Chesterfield, the milder cigarette. And Chesterfield leaves a clean, fresh taste in your mouth. A, always milder. B. Better tasting. C. Color smoking. A, B, C. Always buy Chesterfields. They satisfy. And now, whether you like it or not, Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Bye. 
back, back, welcome, welcome back, back, welcome back, welcome back. Yeah. Oh, feeling all cozy in here with all of us in the booth. Oh, oh, you know, I was enjoying. They had a free sample of hot cocoa over there. Of course, it had become room temperature cocoa, but you can't fault the little girl who's working and giving out the samples. I'm sure she's only in high school. Oh, dear, I told her it was still delicious. Well, uh, it looks good to me. I, I was... Too busy. I ate like three of those huge Rice Krispie treats, and I had to go and see if there were any more, and they were gone because of. Yep, I'm looking right at you, Kendall. You ate the last ones. Well, I can't help it that they cut them so small. I had to grab a handful. I guess like that's that, true. Take that up with management. I have a lot of things. Everybody, let's start making a list of things to take up with <laughs> management today. Uh, number one, the price of eggs. Now, the eggs have come down in price. Remember a few months ago when everybody was like, oh, the eggs, the prices, I can't afford them. Now they're back to basically normal, right? Have you? Uh, I, maybe they made the, the chickens coops more cozy, so they started producing more eggs. Um, doubtful. But, Kendall, let's just go. <laughs> let's just go with that. And, uh, guys, I'm glad that you're in here, that you stopped in here to enjoy your room temperature cocoa. But we do have one thing that we want you to do while you're in here, and that is... Oh, I hope it's not something weird, too. Well... It involves this question. Do you want to hear something weird, weird, weird? You're going to love it. We got some weird stuff coming your way. Oh, 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 I don't know that right now it's the proper time here. Not here, it's the food and more around all this fresh groceries. Do we have to get our green beans before they're gone? There's, listen... There will not be the world's first run on green beans here at... <laughs> I think we're good with the green beans. No, but we, we have a few weird things to talk about. Uh, I'll start us out. Tell That's all right with you guys. Weird. Well, a man was trapped inside a steel-reinforced concrete jewelry vault in New York City overnight. Oh Firefighters my God. had to abandon the attempt to rescue him for safety reasons, but... Fortunately, the vault was on a timer and opened on its own on Wednesday morning. The fire department was called there on Tuesday when the man became trapped trying to access the safe deposit box. I mean, would that be ter- just terrifying if you got trapped in a vault you couldn't get out? That would be terrifying. It'd be awful. It'd be awful. Did he get out? Yeah, well, like I said, the next morning the timer went off and it opened up and oh. allowed him to get out. But he was trapped in all night. Like, you, I just, you just, you're stuck. You gotta stay there. I mean, it, like, we would be so hungry. Well, we would be peeing all over the place would be our problem. That would be our biggest problem. And, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's not Once you put it in that frame, Kendall, it's not really that bad. Because obviously it's not like that vault's going to be closed forever for till the end of time. But it definitely would be annoying to have to just, like, designate a pee corner. That would be annoying. I mean, you know, Charles would go in there on normal business hours and have to designate a pee corners. Well, let's not bring him into this. Kendall, now, I got something weird that I think you guys are going to want to hear. There's a restaurant charging some of its customers for their inability to control their children while they dine there. Maybe they're oh, running... Oh, it is. proper etiquette. <laughs> it is. And I, maybe the kids are just running around stealing chicken necks from other people's 
tables. I don't know. But hidden <laughs> at the, away at the bottom of its menu, the Tacoa Riverside Restaurant tells its diners of an adult surcharge, adding $3 signs next to the words for adults unable to parent. And some diners Ooh. have found out the hard way, saying they were given the charge as they tried to settle the bill. One man who should have wanted to remain nameless, his name is Kyle Landman, he left a review online <laughs> saying the owner came out and told me he was adding 50 bucks to my bill because of my children's behavior. And he goes on to talk about how they just watched a tablet until the food arrived, ate their food, and then were running around. And he was like, oh, the no way this is real. It was real, guys. It was as real as the chicken necks in your freezer, Mr. Snodbottom. And the, this guy, he was even thinking that his kids were being great. And this is one of those blind spots. Kendall, I'm I'm going to be there to show you your blind spots as a parent. But these ones, they didn't even know that their children were just being awful. And sitting there watching a tablet, I bet the volume was all the way up. And annoying. Well, I have to say, I want to go to this restaurant and yeah, shake their hand. Yes. I fully support that charge. I feel like there's plenty of other charges that could be tapped on on top of that. Oh, there are other ch- For people unable to parent themselves. Well, dear, I don't know can. what the etiquette of charging people to parent is, but I, I can say that I do appreciate their, their attitude toward it. Oh, you know, dear, we would never allow Fonky or Opie to run amok in a restaurant. <laughs> Nowhere. Oh, my. Oh, my bowels were alarmed no, at the thought. Running amok is for home. Oh, not even there. If you guys tell me, if I ever come over and the kids are about to run amok, I'll be happy to get out of there. All right, Kendall, tell me something else weird. <gasps> well, this is pretty weird, A. Eh? Uh, in Minneapolis, a federal customs agent going through someone. This woman was going through customs, and they decided to check this box she had. Said it was jewelry, and it was actually giraffe feces oh, she had picked up on a trip to Kenya and brought back to the U.S. She said she declared that she was going to make jewelry out of the giraffe poop. No, like, weird, weird. Where you just can't take giraffe poop everywhere with you. It's not allowed. I mean, we all wish that we could. But it's just simply not allowed. And uh, are, is there a large market for doo-doo jewelry out there? Mrs. Butter 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 Turn? Yeah, you I don't own any. Not. Do, Kendall, no, I, dear, all my all my jewelry is made of precious gems and stones. Now, Kendall, have you ever tried to pass off a turd as a trinket for Susan's uh, you know anniversary <laughs> gift? You know, I, I tried to get her to go with the turd, you know, wedding band, but she wouldn't do it. She wanted the diamond, so. Well, diamonds are, maybe they need to change it to doo-doo is a girl's best friend. <laughs> never going to catch on. Kendall, this is also probably never going to catch on because it's just so hard to do. But there's a civil engineering professor from Iran who put his skills to the test by stacking not one, not two. Not even three, but four watermelons vertically. And he earned a Guinness World Record for his efforts. His name was something like Ashkan 
And he is 43. Gosh, gosh, bagosh. No, Kendall, I'm trying not to be insensitive to all non-American listeners, but Kendall has just ruined it, and he's canceled for the remaining part of this episode. (laughs) But Kendall, this guy, he's 43. He's basically your age, and a civil engineering professor, he became the first person to ever do that. And so they are stacked, you know, long ways. Four. Could you even believe? I didn't think they were stacked next to each other. (laughs) No, but they're not, you know, it's not not horizontal, but long. You know, if you like, if you stacked eggplants end to end, tip yeah. tip to tip. Oh, that's Kendall, some tall melons. That, that is, and I think that's a little bit weird. Oh, that's very weird. But oh, I, yes. I, sh- I should say you shouldn't play with your food like that. No, uh, there are starving children all around the world who would love to eat that watermelon that, while it's simply being stacked. Oh my! What a waste! What a waste! Well, speaking of Guinness World Records, Cliff, um, uh, this is this is weird, but it's also sad. A 104-year-old woman, um, she decided she wanted to be, uh, you know, she wanted to go skydiving and be the oldest woman to ever skydive. So she jumped out of a plane at 13,000 feet in Chicago on October 1st, and, you know, she did it. She successfully skydived, and she was going to be the oldest uh, woman to ever skydive. But then she died in her sleep on Monday at the senior center before the Guinness World Record could get there to actually validate it. Isn't uh, that just sad? I was hoping that she had died like during, like she had, you know, had a heart attack or something like in the air. Because that would be a good oh. way to go out. Well, uh, yeah, go, go, doing what she loved. There you go. Well, you know, that's the way it is. She had to have made peace with it in her heart. Before yeah. any of that, so she still Kendall, wins the Guinness World Record in my book. Oh, sorry, Mrs. Potter Butterbutter. She's already you're already pulling out your coupons over there. I don't want to keep y'all in here. Do you? Okay, I've got so many coupons. I have to make sure that I put them in the right order for the cashier. It's improper etiquette to just throw them at them. Yeah, so we've got to remember to get some canned yams, dear. <laughs> oh my goodness, I almost forgot the canned yams, dear. Oh uh, well, there they go. All right. I, I don't blame her. Got to get those candy amps. Now, I won't even go into There was another one I had about this woman who couldn't sleep, and it was this lady in Taiwan, and she went to the doctor, and there was this thing in her ear, and it was a spider that had shed its exoskeleton in her very ears. Kendall. Well, you know, I wasn't going to tell you the story about the 20 frogs in the back of a toilet tank lid, uh, but since you brought up the spider in a woman's ear, I will tell you about it, and I did. There you talk go. About, talk about nightmares from hell. I'd rather die skydiving than. You know, I love frogs, and they took Ugh. the top lid off the tank, and there were just so many frogs in there. It even scared me. It even scared, and that's before they jumped up and suctioned onto somebody's face. Whoa, 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 whoa! They cut it before that happened, but I'm sure that's what happened next. Whoa, whoa. Let's 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 not talk about terrifying things no. like that. Let's talk about being cozy. Oh, isn't this is the time of year? When it's cozy time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Of the year. Kendall, we're going to do a little mini countdown of ways to cozy yourself in case people are out there saying, I want to, Cliff and Kendall, but I don't know how. We're going to help you we're out. going to tell you. We are going to tell you. I'm just looking for my space coin here. Do you have a nice, cozy, relaxing space coin to flip? All I've got, all I've got, is this real annoying non-cozy one. Oh, here's the cozy one. Okay, 
Call it, Cliff. I'm calling it Tails so I can be cozy sitting back on my tail. Oh, Tails it is. Tails is all this time. All right, Kendall. I think for number six, the best way to be cozy is you want to be like Snoopy in this one scene of Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown. You'll remember Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown. It was the one where they are going to, it really feels like they're going to a summer camp, but I guess it's not really a summer camp because at some point they're out and it snows on them, right? But before it snows, <laughs> the winter camp. it's just a camp. It was just a, maybe for a fall break <laughs> kind of a camp. I don't know. Who am I to judge? You know, I will judge Kendall's parenting and possibly harshly, but I won't judge, you know, what season you go to camp in, okay? Kendall, I promise no matter what season you send this kid to camp, I will not judge it, okay? All right. But what Snoopy did, this is before it even snowed, he is in this great scene where he's in his tent and he's snuggled up in his sleeping bag and he's got a TV and he's watching an old movie on TV and he's eating this big ice cream sundae and he has on one of those sleep caps. Now you tell me, <laughs> is there any cozier scene that you could possibly, I mean, this is number six, so I guess there's a few more that are similarly cozy. There better be five least. better ones, yeah. But, th- how? I mean, I frankly don't know how it even, even gets cozier than that. Doesn't that sound like the coziest thing of all, Kendall? It does sound. Well, what was the what was the thing? All of those things. All you have to do it all. You have to recreate that scene. You have to be in your tent, in a sleeping bag, eating a hot fudge sundae with a sleeping cap on, you know, like a Santa hat, and also watching an old movie on TV that is plugged up into your tent. Cozy. All right. I pronounce it cozy. It's cozy. All right. Cozy. 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 Number six. Number six. It was, just, it, was a lot, it was a lot of things there. I was just making sure I got them all Wait. checked off. I'm, I saw you writing it down. You're going to need to make copies of those notes probably and distribute Well, I did because several of the things I had separate on my list, so I had to make sure I didn't repeat myself. All right, Cliff, number five. Cozy, cozy. This is in, in a way similar to what you said, but put on the most comfortable thing. You can imagine whether it's your PJs or whatever you like to sleep in that's the the most comfortable. I, I prefer shorts and a t-shirt because I'm always hot. He wears that's what short makes me shorts. Cozy. Not short shorts, they're long shorts. Kendall but wears I just say, long shorts. Put on your coziest outfit. Coziest outfit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, I know what you mean because I have these really fuzzy green Kermit the Frog socks and but they're like really really fuzzy and they, yeah. are, they are very cozy to put on no matter what you know the rest of your circumstances are so yeah I think that's a that's a good one Kendall there outfits why thank you alright I'm you know ha- hey how you dress this baby is your own deal okay I'm not gonna <laughs> judge how you dress the baby alright Kendall number four on the coziness countdown. This is the time of year when you want to catch it on one of those days, not one of the unseasonably warm days that brings, you know, hot thunderstorms in December, but on the opposite, when it's a nice, crisp, cool autumn day outside. 
you're going to want to go outside. I don't even care what you do. Just go make it. You can be in your backyard. Okay. You're going to want to get under a blanket and then you want to have a hot beverage under a blanket in the cool, crisp autumn air. That does sound wonderful. Doesn't that sound cozy? Now, some people ruin it by doing that at a football game. But you're going to have just you know, <laughs> drunk fans vomiting on you and hooting and hollering and saying, your team's a bunch of pussies and they suck dicks. And, you know, you know how football fans are. But that's some why I'm saying maybe just do it in your backyard. And I know Kendall doesn't like to go out in the backyard because he's afraid that a hawk is going to pick up one of his dogs and just carry it away. Like the hey. flying monkeys carried away Dorothy. It's happened in the neighborhood. It's happened in the neighborhood there. But for the grace of God, goes your baby for being carried off. Thank God it hasn't. Of course, they would, you know, just chew right into its chicken neck and... You know, the, I think the baby could take care of itself at this point. That's why we have chicken necks around. That's Save why. the baby from the hawk. There you go. I mean, especially, yeah, I'm so glad that they're on sale today. Hey, listeners, have you stocked up on chicken necks? Keep them in your freezer. It's quick, this is quick not meal. an ad for chicken necks, oh, Cliff. This is sorry. putting it coast to coast. Now, I do love the idea of being out under a blanket with a hot beverage. But, you know, the, the next thing on the list, the number three, is can be done outside. It can be done inside. Uh, 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 in, in a safe way, but you have to have a rip-roaring fire. Because just think about sitting out there with your hot cocoa with a blanket over you with a nice like bonfire going and how nice that is to keep you warm. That would be... I mean, that would be good too. That's, you know, I, let's not linger on Oh, it's on good. It. Kendall, it's I, good. I, have, I have something emergency to tell you. I, I'm having an emergency. And Uh-oh. The emergency is blood sugar. My blood sugar is outrageously high. And listeners, if you pray for anybody, put me at the top of your list, please. Because I probably am diabetic at this point. I wish I were joking, but I'm not. And that's, but this is not a diabetic emergency, Kendall, not yet. Anyway, this is an emergency because we have an urgent segment that we have to do. It's a surprise. It's called It Smells Like 90s Trivia. Kendall, are you here to get all of these five 90s trivia questions correct? Because if you are, and if you do, you get to pick the themes for the next 100 episodes of Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Are you ready? I'm here to try. I'm here to try. All right. Well, let's see. Anything could happen, child. Anything could be. Kendall, what movie earned Burt Reynolds an Oscar nomination for his portrayal of porn king Jack Horner? Oh, um, uh, Boogie Nights. Oh, shit. You got it. All right. Oh, shit. Let's right. see. Let's see. Keep him coming. He's got the ball rolling, folks. This, is, this should worry everyone. Kendall, <laughs> who is the lead singer? Of noted 90s rock band, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, Burt Reynolds. No. He was their alternate for nights when Anthony Kiedis got sick. 
Kendall. Um, it was Anthony Kiedis. All right, you are no longer playing for the next hundred themes. You are now playing for your dignity. And Kendall, the next one is what animated character uses the phrase "Eat my shorts"? Oh, because so that's of course the one, the only Bart Simpson. Everybody, if you can do the Bartman, yes, the Bartman himself. Kendall, the WNBA. We all remember this day that it began in 1997. What Houston Comets point guard was named the finals MVP for the league's first four seasons? Uh, Burt Reynolds. No, Kendall. He was, of course, the coach of the Houston Comets at that time. But it was Cynthia Cooper. Listeners were screaming That was my second choice. It was my second choice. Should have gone second choice. I've said that about a lot of your choices in your life, Kendall. And here's the last one. Let's see if you can get out of this with just at least a little bit of dignity. I got two. Well, you did. You did. Never forget. Kendall, what (laughs) was the most popular boy's name during the 90s? And they even give you Three choices. Was it Joshua, Matthew, or Michael? Michael. Michael, roll your boat ashore. You damn right it was. Look at all that dignity. Kendall, it's 42-year-old with dignity. Let's say, let's just all agree on that, okay? Can we remember that, please? Can we remember that for one second? (laughs) As you're praying for me and all of my many health problems, also pray for Kendall and his dignity. All right, Kendall, there's two more things that we have to talk about on this cozy countdown, for God's sake. Are you ready? Cozy, cozy. I'm ready. Cozy, 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 cozy. Good. That's a bell for readiness. Celebrating it. Kendall, number two sort of has to do with whatever you said last, but I'm going to amend it. Now, you said have a fire, and that's great. That's fine. But I'm saying the real number two answer is, like I said, you have to go outside on one of those cool days. You can't do it on a hot, summery winter day, the kind we have in Busheltown sometimes. But you got to do it on an actual cool cold autumn day or a frosty winter day and preferably when it is pouring down rain outside or snowing up a good old-fashioned snowstorm that's when you're going to want to cozy up that's even the verb you're going to use as you do this you're going to literally cozy up to your fireplace. And I don't care if you have real wood, if you have a gas fireplace, if you have, you know, some plastic candles and some pieces of red filament. What, what, do, you, what do they call that that we used to use in film school? You put it over the light, the gels, whatever. Oh, yeah. Those plastic, I don't care if it's a homemade plastic fire in the fire. Cozy yourself up to it, and you will be cozier than ever before, my friend. Can you imagine anything cozier? So I said either an outdoor or indoor fire, and you said an indoor fire. 
No, I said that you were outdoors, and you said, well, if you're outside, you might as well have a fire next to it. No, I'm saying something I said you could do it outdoor, or you could different. indoor. When you go back and check. Oh, my God. You go back and check. I'm, I tell me, I, you oh, go I'll back bring and check. The receipts. I will bring the receipts. Because you, you didn't add anything about it's got to be pouring down rain. Or <laughs> snowing up a snowstorm. You do those things. That's like I didn't say go outside when it's unseasonably 89 degrees and get under a blanket and have some well, hot mold cider. I thought that part was implied. But no. anyway, Cliff, that takes us to number one. Number one is now, the, this is a, these are all the things I had left on the single things of list that I thought we were doing that I'm going to put together as one big glorious thing that you have to do all to right. be cozy. Tell us First about it. First of all, you you want to dim the lights down or turn them off and put up some twinkling lights, kind of like you do in your apartment to keep it nice and and dark. You don't want it to be too bright and oh, you know, it's just it hurts the eyes. So keep it nice and dim. Uh, light some candles with some great scents that really take you to different places and make you happy. Uh, maybe you've even got your favorite meal there with you as you're watching a movie or reading a book, sitting in a nice, hot bubble bath. <laughs> That's All just about right. the coziest you can get. There you go. There you have it, listeners. There you have it. I dare our listeners, this is the Cliff and Kindle Challenge, to combine all of the things, that each of the number six that we have said. They're not listening. Them. They've already gone to go get cozy. They got too cozy. They turned us off. <laughs> they fell asleep. They got so <laughs> fucking cozy just listening to this show, probably because it's pouring rain outside or possibly a snowstorm, and they were cozied up to the fireplace, and it could even be not a real fire. As I said, I explained many options that made it <laughs> quite unique to its own uh, entry there on the countdown. But anyway, Kendall, it's the wonderful season that Cliff and Kendall love the most. And, you know, what else is there to say except for I've got to go buy some more foods to make some cozy casseroles and stuff like that. And you go stock up on chicken next. I'm going to go buy some candy. I got to get a pound of Bisquick. Oh, I need, I should get a pound of Bisquick too. You need to Google and tell me what else goes in that recipe. I will. I will, I will indeed. And listeners, you should, if you're still here and listening, make some sausage balls for Thanksgiving. They're amazing. There you go. Just repeat to yourself if you're afraid you're going to forget. Do you ever do this, Kendall, like the night before? If I am thinking, oh, I have to do this in the morning, but I don't want to get up and write myself a note. Just think to yourself, this is what you would think if in the event of sausage balls is what you wanted to remember. Just think balls, 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 balls. Just repeat like the one word over and over and over and over again. It's to get it into your brain. You ever do that? Yeah. Balls, balls, balls. Balls, 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 listeners. It's that time of year. Balls, balls, balls. We'll see you next week. Balls, balls, balls. Balls, 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 balls. Balls. I know there's a lot of farts in
says Cliff, what are you doing? Get off my damn couch. Oh, I might have brunch with Lucy Ricardo and then stop for some cheesecake with Dorothy Blanche. I ain't got nothing for that one.